All right, welcome back to everyone's favorite show. Everyone needs an Aquarius. We are back in the building. Yeah, no, for real. It's everyone's favorite show. Uh, I've been claiming it. Uh, man, shout out to you, Dom. I want to give you props for the, this Instagram live you had. What was that? Was that Friday? Last I don't Friday, even know. Friday? Listen, I don't even know. I yeah, it was, it was her, not, it was Ryan it was Davis. It was I don't know the uh, the young lady's name that was on there. Oh, that's my boo. That's Ty Davis. Ty Davis is um, Is she a comedian too? Yes. So okay. she's based out of Baltimore. If y'all are in the DMV area, I don't know. I don't even care if you're in the DMV area. She'd be, uh, you know, around. And I strongly, like, she's up there. Like, she, you sleeping on her, you sleeping on Corey Bell. They, they're my girls, like, and even, like, there's, like, and I guess it's different now because I'm so immersed in the community, though I'm not a, a, a comedian. <laughs> a comedian. Um, shout out to my bestie to hear more uh, for introducing me to such amazing people that have welcomed me, that have taught me so much just about, you know, life in general. And um, I feel like if Tahir mess with you and you his friend, he really mess with you. We from St. Louis, we don't be trusting people that easy. But it's but weird that like, we trust the St. Louis people out of town. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah, it's crazy. And like St. Louis people look out for you out of town because like G thing, like we ain't friend friends, but whenever I see G thing, uh, it's love. And so uh, I've met so many amazing people because of to here, and I'll, I'm forever grateful. But like Todd Davis, y'all is hilarious. Her name on Instagram is comedian Ty Davis. Yeah, I know she was funny a lot. So it was Dom Ty Davis. Tahir and uh, Ryan Davis. It was super funny, but insightful and just made me start thinking about, I feel like what well, was in the damn therapy session. And we was all sitting there in the group therapy uh, with the lady in the middle uh, being Dom sitting there talking to everybody, talking about their feelings. <laughs> you know, I can appreciate this. The fact that um, people can open up to me uh, and really feel comfortable um and I feel like what happens why people are so willing to talk to us as Aquarius because we're not really judgmental. Like we're so like whimsical and you know, like you know, like we want peace on earth, you know, like all those types of things. So I think that that's why people are so willing to like open up to us and they trust us because they know at the end of the day we're not lying to them. Now mm -hmm. sometimes we gotta be like, okay, look. It ain't but, all sunshine and candy. Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's not. And, and Aquarius will give you like, okay, you got a couple times, okay? Then it's like, it's like, pet the cat. It's gentle. It's gentle. And then we come in with the, the guns on the third go on. Okay, we solution based. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it was it was a good time. I learned um, a little more about Ryan. Uh, I met Ryan a couple of years ago. Um and so that was also fun. And I think it's, I think the dope thing about men like Ryan, though people can say that Ryan's toxic or whatever. I think, I don't think Ryan is toxic because to me, I can see through that. I can see through some of the jokes or whatever. And when you really start to talk to people and you listen and understand, everybody is trying to nurture their inner child in some kind of way and make them proud and let go of certain things. And so uh, I hope that 
in the, the live y'all is still on my page. It's a, it's a long live, but it's really funny. It's really good. Um, I hope that all of us on this journey to being our best, better selves, we do look back to our inner child because there's a lot of things that the, it's the innocence, it's the, the heart, it's, it's so many things when it comes to that. And a lot of people that we meet are stuck at that age. Um, mm when it comes to their their inner child because they're stuck at this traumatic moment i mean technically for me i could i could be six months that's when my mom died you know like when i start first started experiencing like traumatic events even though i don't you know like remember that but i i realized like a lot of things have started to come up recently so I encourage everybody to whatever therapy looks like to y'all. Um, and I don't mean numbing the pain. I mean, if it's an outlet talking to a friend, um, you know, actually going to therapy um, and, and seeing what resources are available to you, whether it be like, you know, because I know therapy gets really expensive for mm -hmm. some people and insurance don't do a lot of preventative shit because preventative, they don't know, they don't know that word. <laughs> preventative don't exist. It don't exist, y'all. I told y'all how I had to pay a couple hundred dollars for my damn night guard, which I'm still trying to get the hang of. Hearing aids, they didn't pay for it. So I advise y'all to see if y'all have like a department of rehabilitation to see what resources are available to y'all um, and, go, and go on from there. Go ground, go to the beach, meditate, whatever that looked like. So yeah. Well, man, somebody else I want to give a big shout out to is Jamie Foxx. Yeah, um, they, they got him out there kicking it. It was weird. It was in Chicago, hanging out on the boat. So it's like he must have took a PJ there because I would assume that all the paparazzi would have been at LAX seeing Jamie oh, Foxx on the plane. He flew out of North Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Van Nuys. Yeah. <laughs> Van Nuys. He sure did. In summertime, listen. I'm gonna say this. It took me a while to build a a relationship with Chicago. Really? Traumatic, traumatic event happened there that's okay. drastically changed my life. Uh, and but experiencing Chicago on a good day in the summer is beautiful. Oh my god, I hung out, I hung out with my little play brother that lives up there. Uh, and it was everything, it was everything. Especially so downtown like, on the river, one yep. of the little restaurants or bars on the river, and just chilling out there on the river. Like we had so much fun. And it's just like I love be I love with I love being with people that love on me and I love on them back. Like, mm -hmm. like I said, little brother. Like he's my play brother. But we just have this like relationship where it is it's like, like I said, like it's like my sibling for real. But it's just Chicago is just the shit in the summertime. And I would and say that Chicago has the least pretentious people to me, too. You say what? They have some of the least pretentious people to me. Yeah, for the most part. Because the reason I say it is, you could be in a room with a stripper, doctor, judge, dope dealer, and an arms dealer all in one room hanging out. And, like, dude, you don't know who's who. Like, I will in say Chicago. This. I will and say those circles are way more intertwined than other cities where you have oh, like a class I, system but but when you really think about it in a lot of places it's like that though you think like so? if you yeah okay low-key la is like that la is like that if you i wouldn't say necessarily i would even say potentially if you go out like if you went out to a club one night maybe a bar like i told you on my birthday and we're gonna get to it 
Uh, I actually know wrong name. It was Seth Rogen. I almost said Tony. He was at my birthday party, but it was <laughs> Seth Rogen. Never mind. Um, but this is a bar in Highland Park, Hipsterville, and I get it. But it's so many people that just randomly come through this bar. Like one time, it was like another birthday of mine last year. Brent Fayez was there, and then it was like random pockets of people like you said like the doctor like the lawyer it's gonna be the stripper there and and things like that happen all the time so you don't even trip off of it because think about it like especially when it comes to strippers strippers can forecast a lot of things that's going to be a shift in, in the culture especially monetarily uh wise mm. because strippers can't predict like a financial crisis that's about to come <laughs> No, that's real. I never thought about that. Because no, no matter what, niggas is gonna spend money hey, on things clear, that dog. they they like to do. Really think about it. Because anytime you could be having a bad day, all things lead to the strip club. Man, fuck. Like I'm finna go have a good time or whatever. It's a birthday party. We you end up at the strip club, almost like the last couple birthdays that I spent in St. Louis and at the strip club. Dang, all roads lead back to the strip. And all, it was well, just like all roads uh, lead back to Ray J. All roads lead roads back lead to the strip club. club. And it was yeah. interesting. It's this documentary or it was something I was watching when he was interviewing a whole bunch of strippers, and they were talking about how everything in Atlanta got shifted money wise for and for them early when Big Meech and them got locked up. Mm-hmm. Like how when BMF went down, it's like literally girls was going from, you know, having three, four cars to like all kind of repossessions just because Big Meech and them got locked up in BMF. I can gone. see that. Because I like, think about it like this from this perspective. So like the, the shift that's happening, when it's like a big money industry um, and, and, and stuff like strikes happen or, or whatever that help put things at a standstill. That's hurting people's pockets. You know what I mean? Like, so in that case, Big Meech is feeding like different vices. So the money that he getting from all these other places, I'm not even just gonna say in Atlanta, that was just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, because you had St. Louis, Memphis, Detroit, right. <laughs> and so LA. Yeah. And so when that happens, and and, and uh, we could say Atlanta is the strip capital. I yeah. would say I would say well, that technically supposedly Tampa is. Oh, see, I was gonna say I was gonna say probably Tampa and Miami. Well, Tampa is the most per capita per capita. So like the most strip clubs per okay. square foot. So I, that doesn't mean that the strip club club they have the most. Yeah. So we and, and what I meant by the capital, I meant like the bitches be bad. Oh, yeah, be it's, good. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Like I, I know, I think that's like a strip club in uh, DC. That's like that where you get like stadium. Yeah, like you could get like <laughs> five star cuisine. Like shout out to my homegirl Victoria that uh, came on the podcast. She took me there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so. Yeah, I mean, hey, but Chicago, great. Place. Yeah, but the Jamie Foxx thing. Remember, people were talking about they think he got he he's uh paralyzed. He's uh 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 was it was no uh lost like a feeling on his one side of his body. 
Yeah, they was All trying to say he had a stroke. Him. I think that it was the vaccine that got him, uh, had him have the stroke. So, you know, what was the weird thing about the vaccine thing that statement? It was Candace Owens. That's who it was. That she started. No, you know, you know, it was multiple people. I, it was, but it was like really reputable. I don't know. We have to come through and save the world. Okay. Because it was reputable sources, even like, publishing stories about that so that's why i was like well no they okay. were all copying this one random website yeah and i was like why? oh rap something and it's owned by all white guys yeah rap radar it's not rap radar rap radar is owned by uh elliot wilson okay they used to be at um um double xl mm. shout out to his wife danielle smith who's like was a dope writer at vibe she follows oh, me. On uh, I love Danielle Smith. She has an wife. amazing book. Oh, wow. Shout out to her. I love her. I always, I she's always, dope. She's I dope. always wanted to be like friends with Danielle because when she created Bob Vixen, I wanted to like write yep, Bob Vixen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Hi, Danielle. What you doing, girl? I need a job. We need to get, we need to get, I need to see if I need to DM her and see if she comes yeah, follow, follow 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, the weird thing about the Jamie Foxx thing is, I, I get and I, and I get them trying to keep it mum, probably because of the movie that he was working on and other deals that were coming up, and so they're trying to like make sure. I don't under for me. I I think as black people, we kind of have to be. And he doesn't owe us that, so that's the thing that happens with celebrityism. We feel like they're entitled to tell us certain things. So like, I think uh, if, if he did have an aneurysm, right? You know, Sharon Stone is another person that was they were able to catch it in time and she survived. And you know, she I have a crazy run in with her. Oh, Sharon baby. Stone, Sharon Stone, my nigga. And so, um, but if you catch it in time, like, yes, it can be deadly, but I think it also speaks to things that internally we internalize so many things especially as black people i think it should be a conversation about the health so when he's he's ready and willing i'm sure he'll write a book and it'll he'll might he might tell it in the book but i think it also like we have to be on it for our health like it's been so many crazy things that have been happening and i've lost friends like left and right back to back and it is like so we have to stay on top of that. So I think that the crazy thing is, it's like I said, y'all niggas think that it's a clone. Why why do y'all love saying hold on what? They think it's a clone. Dog. The crazy thing is, is that you know, as Aquarius is we love to indulge in like weird shit like that. <laughs> like I've been trying to like figure out because now they're saying that girl that like yelled that was drunk on that plane. They uh, it's like that person is not real. Right, and when she was pointing about somebody in the back, right. <laughs> and everybody looked, yo, like they saying she missing. So y'all have to stop with the weird shit. And and low key, if she is missing, like I'm more invested in that than Jamie Foxx being a fucking clone. Yeah, exactly. Like it's I'm Jamie Foxx. I'm with that one a little bit more. <laughs> And it, it makes no sense. And so it's like, why why can't some, something happen to somebody? Why can't somebody just get a second chance at life? Why can't somebody be kinder to their body? Why can't somebody just go on and, and, and keep it pushing? Why always, just like the Gucci Mane thing. 
oh, he's a clone. He was ugly and fat when he went to jail. No, he was just kind of out of shape. Yeah. And he worked out. He didn't have nothing else to do. Didn't he do like five years? Oh, I think he did, might did like two or three years. Something, something like that. He did it. Okay, so he did a bit. There's nothing for else to, for him to do because he definitely didn't, didn't really learn how to... Uh, he did two years. Two years. Okay. Yep. In two years, he was eating rice and beans and working out on the yard. And when he was out in the streets, he was doing lean, uh, eating chicken <laughs> or, or uh, uh, pork chops and all that and doing lean. He, he don't do none of that. Mm -hmm. So it's like why can't black people have the opportunity to turn their life around and look good? So because Gucci now is a sex, sex symbol, it's a clone. <laughs> hey, y'all got to stop with this clone stuff, man. Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop with the clone stuff. I mean. And then that's not how cloning and splicing and all of that works. You can't and directly, you can make, the clone is like, has to grow up. Yes. <laughs> It isn't so like y'all tell so y'all telling me <laughs> I didn't know we was going here, but I'm glad we <laughs> bro. I'm tired. I'm tired. But like even when they clone sheep or cows or anything, they're babies. They babies they grow up. <laughs> so y'all telling me this is us and his tether. Immediately was born. I mean, immediately was aged up to yes. Or, or or if if it's like us, he was living underground in these weird tunnels things, and then he had to learn how to talk. And within a matter of like three months, all he do is watch. All he do is watch Jamie Foxx movies in a room. Yes, and the <laughs> Jamie Foxx show. <laughs> and then and then then had to learn all the words to the album. Yeah, I don't. Well, to, one, there is, there is one conspiracy of not cloning, but replacing that is interesting. I don't know if you have heard of before we go to our next topic is there is theories that the Paul McCartney we see is not the original Paul McCartney. No, no, but it's not a clone. No, this, okay. is, this has been a long term conspiracy theory because. So Paul McCartney got into a car accident in the 60s before they blew up. This is before they blew up. So the Paul McCartney we know is the one we know, but it's not supposed to be the original one. But they replaced him with a guy that looks similar to him and just put him in the group. That's the that's the conspiracy theory. So, and this guy just happened to be like just as talented as well, yeah, Paul McCartney. I, mean, I don't know about how all that went with it, but I'm just saying that's the, the thing with it. It's a long thing, man, on that one. Like that was... That's an OG. Uh, that at least they say it was a clone. They just said they just got somebody to replace him. And I think part of it was that some people never saw the Beatles yet. It, I, I mean, I mean, look at look at it like from this perspective. Y'all remember like TLC had a different girl. Mm -hmm. Sure had a different girl. People don't remember it. And if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it escaped. Did, no, SWV did. It was initially, I think, four girls in SWV. Yeah, this. But they it's got like, a whole documentary called "Paul McCartney Really Is Dead: The Last Testament." Um, hold on, Paul McCartney is the last testament of George Harrison. Came out in twenty ten. 
Yeah, we got too much time on our hands. <laughs> like, why haven't you doing all of this? Why haven't you ended world hunger? You know what I mean? Supposedly, you put the white album on by the Beatles backwards or something. They talk about it's some like this some OG crazy conspiracy theory stuff. I can't. <laughs> well, shout out to them. So, man, we we got some stuff. Where you you want to where you want to go? We we got. I want to start with the bullshit. Uh-huh. It was a lot of bull- guys. It was a lot of drama that has happened in these past two weeks. And I don't know what's going on with y'all means. And I'm going to say means because Andrew Caldwell, shout out to him, say it's means. A lot of y'all is... Is that show still on? Is that that radio show still on here? Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Yeah, it's a morning show. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying since old girl got locked up. Yeah, they they still work. Okay. A lot of y'all are damaged. (laughs) Are y'all okay? Like we always you, been like this though. What you mean? That and that's the and that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> and I'm gonna blame a lot of it on um what I Western culture us upholding misogynistic toxic views of what it means to be a man. And like I said, shout out to my daddy, shout out to all y'all. That came on the show and we talked about the ins and outs of parenting, different things that y'all went through, been able to be transparent. I like y'all, man. I love y'all. But the rest of y'all can kick some rocks. And I let's just jump right into it. Usher is another person. Usher is <laughs> tripping. Hey, shout out to Sleepy, who was like, I ain't forgot Usher with them Usher bucks. Right. That he was giving strippers in Atlanta. Yep. <laughs> no limit. Got that murder. Hey, actually, man, I think it's ingenious what he did because nobody, none of the strippers wanted to check Usher. You're like, oh, he just tricking. They didn't look to see if it was Usher's face on him. It was Usher. And it's like, it was like a chain reaction. So ultimately, because like clearly now we're talking about Usher like consistently for weeks on end about this shit. And then what happens? Usher got a residency in Vegas. And where are we flocking to Vegas? What are y'all yep. doing spending thousands of dollars on tickets? Myself included. I didn't spend thousands. I spent And hundreds. the Usher bucks are a big deal now, I heard. Yeah, like it's it's a whole like after party thing. Um I didn't go um broke toe. Um, Chronicles, because I don't I don't do stuff like that because if it's if I can't guarantee me a spot to post yeah. up, to yeah, I'm not doing it because then somebody stepping on my foot, I'm be beating ass. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so did the Usher books get you in the after party or something? No, it's just like you know, like it be like things like they be throwing it like strippers and all that stuff. Like it's a whole like experience, like it's a thing. So ultimately, y'all, um. Kiki Palmer has been the center of controversy, her and her baby daddy, Darius, for about a week now. And so um, Usher is being Usher, entertaining, performing, everything that Usher has been doing since we've known Usher. And Usher is serenading ladies, taking them up on stage, singing, swooning, like, weak in the knees. Well, Kiki Palmer went and with her homegirls. And she had on a Givenchy dress, black, 
so like it, was it, it for might a have been like a, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. She a Virgo. I feel like she a Virgo. Um, but you know, bodysuit. Uh, and then her look. You know, little she was out, and it was like a cover up with it, a polka dot cover up that was sheer. So ultimately, you know, she is clearly. I, she is a Virgo. August August twenty. She is, August twenty. Oh, she is a Virgo. Oh, she be giving Virgo. Yeah, August twenty sixth. So um, ultimately, um, the clip goes viral, and Darius is pissed. Like you know, like he don't like the dress. You a mother, you a mom. Then double. So at first, because we know they kind of joke like that, we all thought it was a joke. We all thought it was a joke. <laughs> then this nigga comes back and doubles down on it and is talking about what women should or should not do. The idea of tradition, um, he refers to her as like a wife and all this. And there are certain things that you just should not do outside of your household, <clears throat> which caused him to be dragged. Like it was one thing about the do the mother thing, like this, but then you. Added, you double down on it. And so everybody, I said, you know, you can't come for Kiki. Black Twitter did what they do best and they investigated. Now, at some point, we need to go into the great transformation of Kiki Palmer's uh, Oh, we're going to go into it. No, I'm saying at some point we need to do a deep dive because mm -hmm. I remember at one point people was trashing her on Twitter, especially when they was not believing her about the Trey Songs thing was like five, six years ago. So I okay, so and people are like, I, Oh, we, Kiki gets on my nerves, she's doing too much, and she flipped okay. that whole narrative. So, this is what happens when you uh have a great team, and you, you, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this about that if I'm 36, Kiki Palmer just turned 30, I was she'll in be a 30. lot of space, yeah, 30. she'll be 30, yep. so that's a six year age gap. I understand Hollywood. I understand, like, you know, like people be out in the streets. I get it. I was in y'all events. So, but I wasn't, it, oh, I probably might have been on the radar for a while and was underage. So I get it. Um, but I feel like I could see, and this is not shade, I could see how people jumped or made assumptions based on on that like seeing her in certain like girl unites why you, you know like i could see how somebody could make assumptions jump to the conclusions of what could have happened what did not happen but the moment she said that shit about trey songs i believed her you it was some, it was something in her eyes it was something in her tone mm. where it was like that nigga did that shit and then after she said that, slowly mm. people out here started whispering and, and talking. And I was like, oh, yeah, this confirms he did that shit. I gave her the dog a new bone, a big bone to keep her occupied. So she like, I thought she was choking. Um, but ultimately, like you said, there's a transformation <laughs> that happens in... I think what has happened over the past, like maybe year, year and a half, Kiki Palmer is no longer just a black celebrity. Though she really hasn't like, 
Like, just think I, about exactly. it. So it, it's one thing when it's just us, but then it's like another thing when it's it like now you are moving through different spaces. So you had your own talk show on BET that was like four season, which ultimately you was able to spin into co-hosting on Good Morning America for a couple, you know, like maybe like a couple years, maybe a year or two. I can't remember how long, but now you are visible. And then you have like this viral clip, like you do this interview like that with Bo. And that, I think that really, really, really pushed her forward. Cause now you mm. like, cause Vogue is, is the fashion Bible kind of, you know, just like how essence is our, yeah. our, you know, but that Vogue is global. So when you get into those spaces, it's different. And so I think in the re most recent years, I don't think he, and Usher is clearly, and this will be a funny story later, but I think, I think what happened is, is that like, okay, when she met Darius, they clearly was like at some insecure party. I think they said it was like an after party or whatever, because Darius is uh, Sharona's, AKA Dro's little brother. So mm -hmm. ultimately, you know, we get Kiki on an episode of Insecure. You have her in like, you know, small little spaces. They're just cute together. They're hanging out. And, you know, she comes up pregnant and it's like, oh, she on Vanity Fair. She's doing this. She's doing that. But I think what happens is, is sometimes people don't realize the, the magnitude of their person that they're dating. Like, because they interact with them face to face Every day. daily. <clears throat> So where it's like, I interact with you, Daryl, every day, you know, whether we're yeah. texting, we're in the DMs, we're doing all, you know, talking to all this stuff. So it's different. So when something like an Usher situation happens, where it's like, we know, clearly know because there's videos of Kiki Palmer singing Usher songs and all these different things. Now she's in that space. Now she has this access and now his, now he, you know, and I'm not going to call him a fra fragile nigga, but I'm going to say he probably was like, damn, like, I'm not as confident. I feel a type of way. This kind of makes me feel, because, like, I know this nigga, like, this is the nigga she always would say, if I ever got the opportunity to fuck, I'm a fuck. We all got, men and women, everybody got their person that they would, like, it's the mulligan. They call it the mulligan, or what is it? What was the movie that came out with, uh, uh, where it had all the white guys in there, and they had like they got a chant. They got uh, 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 is it school pass? Date uh, hall pass? Oh yeah, hall pass. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's so got that one hall pass in their mind. Every everybody has that one hall pass, and it's just like, like I know, I know, if my nigga had the opportunity to fuck Tiana Taylor, he would. He's been in the same. He was like somewhere at. at where they was like in the same space. I was like, okay, it's Tiana Taylor. I was like, well, dang, can I, can I come watch her? You know, like if that would have ever happened. But it's also, it's a level of like, you know, like being comfortable in your skin and all these different things. And I think the crazy thing about, even people, you know, like dragging his old tweets, dragging him. It was one tweet where he said something about where, he, instead of confronting whatever the problem is, he starts projecting. 
and he does weird things. So he he's like in in a series of like five or six tweets, we have figured out that he's a misogynist. He it was pretty much a trumper. He is a blue lives matter type of nigga. Um, and it was like something that came out about some football player or, or, or something like where somebody was saying they got raped. And then he was like talking shit about the person that was claiming they got raped. Oh, wow. So I didn't know all that. Oh yeah. Oh, they went to town. I mean, I knew but, about the, uh, Trumper stuff and like, yeah. he was like, like talking about Alden Sterling was, was, you know, you know, the stuff of Alden Sterling, all that stuff as well. I knew that, but I didn't know all this other stuff. Wow. Oh, oh baby. They did a deep dive. And I think, I think the, <laughs> I, and I can see how people could feel like Kiki Palmer was wrong. I could see how people could somewhat be on his side. But I think that the bigger issue here is why do people come to social media to air their grievances? Yes. Because he, he didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to say anything. That could have just, and he, I wouldn't. People may have been talking about it for an hour or two. Like, ooh, look at Kiki grinding yeah. the usher. I know how I would feel. And if he didn't say nothing, it would never, nobody would ever. Right. And so ultimately, you know, I I think that I wouldn't even send a text. I would have waited until she got home and just like, okay, so can we talk about that? Like, I kind of feel like a little disrespected or whatever, and they could have had to talk about it, and we would have never known. So is he an actor too? No. Okay. Okay. Don't ask me what he do because I I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh. And so also, and I think I think the crazy thing about all of it is like him trying to come across like this tough nigga. And at one point you deactivated your Twitter, but then he was like, nah, I didn't do that. But then you made it where people couldn't respond to your tweets, like they couldn't comment on it. So it's like, you're not, you're not that tough guy that you, you trying to be. And so ultimately for me, I'm like, you know, people are like, no, she disrespected him. Public. It needs to be checked in public. I was like, no, you don't do stuff like that. And the dress is only a big deal because y'all made it a big deal. Y'all the one that freeze framed the video and was like, look at Usher, look at how he, he's a fucking entertainer. Usher's also a terrorist though, too. I mean, listen, I. <laughs> he's also a part-time terrorist too. Like, let's keep it real. I, I, think, I think what makes the situation with Usher funny is that I don't mind him engaging and liking the tweets. It's like kind of funny. It is funny. I know he's sitting there laughing like these cats is so sucker. Yeah. And so ultimately for me, I feel like the bigger, the situation at hand is, is like, I like how Kiki, the only thing that Kiki Palmer even said about it is like she was going to stick by her man. But I think this also with this happening publicly, I think that there could have potentially been something happening behind closed doors that we were not privy to. And Mm -hmm. then Maybe, you know, they was on shaky ground a little bit and then this happened. And so it was like the icing on the cake. Yeah. Because also, also, I wonder this with Kiki, though. I Either she's ingenious or this could potentially hurt her. If, if you go with what I'm saying, I'm saying she's getting that, that um, Regis and Kelly and all that money now. 
was either she's cha- she's changing the way people look at someone that's able to do that, or are these people that the mainstream audience are they going to reject that that she was doing something like that with Usher, or is she going to be able to change the narrative of like, wow, that's kind of dope that this host was doing hanging out with no, Usher? She, no, the thing is, is that she has she has turned this into a cash grab. Now she has merch, all of that stuff. So. You have to think about like, yes, it is. Wasn't it on like CNN or something? Yeah. So like, it's you have to think slow news day. Like we know how that stuff works. So it's funny. Like they're gonna they're gonna tap into things that are trending, um, because it gets clicks, it gets views. You got ad space. You got all these things that are happening. So ultimately, I don't. I think the conversation really needs to be a, around like, why do if it's why do people run to social media i've had that experience you know like someone you're dating you had a private conversation uh or regardless of if even if that conversation hasn't taken place or something somebody has a problem you find out on twitter before they say anything you know to you or you can you know confront them about whatever the situation may be it is the weirdest space to be in and, and some of this may be age. I don't know how the, the brother, young brother is. Um, I think he's like around her age. I think it, some of that do age. Now, if this was a grown-ass person, I mean, they are grown. But I give them a little bit because they grew up so much in that social media bubble. Yeah. I think it takes time for you to get out of that if you've always been in it. Like if somebody's my age doing that shit, I'd be like, man, come but on. But people, man. but people, your they do age, though. That's the thing. They and do, I would, I would be more at somebody if they was in their forties doing some, some like this. I think, the even though he's still a sucker though for what he yeah, did. I, 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 I think ultimately, I, I have, I have an issue with. Uh, I, I, th- I think the other issue that I have with the situation is like. When you went through his post, he had videos where it's like Kiki Palmer shaking her ass. It's Kiki Palmer naked in tights, you know, when she was pregnant. You know, like different things like that. And people are like, well, well, he posted them so he felt comfortable sharing that. And I said, so, okay. So maybe in her mind, but and it goes back to like women are not possession. We, we are not items. You don't own us. Um, you don't have autonomy over our bodies. Like, you can't tell us what we can and can't do. Though, you know, the lawmakers are, you know, like stupid ass people, you know, men and women that say otherwise. But it's also, it's like, you can't say that then that happens. And it's like the moment you can't control the situation. Oh, you know, you, you this, you that. And, and that'd be the first go-to a lot of times. And yes, women women do the same thing when it comes to men. Like at the moment that a man, a man doesn't do certain things or for them, they be, bitch, you broke this, da 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 I just think the confidence, we all need to be having a, a conversation with people about the situation as a whole. Like, why are you on internet? Why do you feel like her dress was inappropriate? Kiki Palmer has been wearing stuff like that since Kiki Palmer has been Kiki Palmer. This is not new. That has been her, her entire, you know what I mean? So it's like, you can't say I draw the line at Usher. Like I said, I think a lot of it, he can say it's the dress. I don't think it has nothing to do with that dress. 
It's something else. It's something else. It's something else. And I'm telling you, like, there was shit happening behind closed doors. Maybe, like, where she could have potentially said that she wanted to take a break. And just, like, really think about Kiki Palmer. And since she's had that baby, since the whole break, like, there has been a glow up with Kiki Palmer. Yeah. And so, and she's even said, like, herself, like, her body has changed for the better. She's had clear skin for the first time in her life. She, so there's a level of confidence that comes with that. And sometimes people can't take that glow. No, no, no. When you glow, if you, if you, especially if you, you starting to shine, some people can't get, take it. Somebody that, that light that people that welcomes people that draws people in your closest friends, your close, the people that's supposed to be in your circle. will which will act brand new. And, and will mistreat you and do all of that stuff. So that's what it sounds like to me. I agree. I agree. I mean, this thing off the social media things. No, like I'm. I don't really want to. I mean, I I can I can litigate him feeling that type of way in general. But even if he does feel that way, just talk to her about it, and y'all go back and forth about it on the private joints. Yeah, y'all are grown, and I feel like at a certain point, like we. I think also, I'm going to say this, I think that there's this weird, unhealthy fascination with trying to humble Black women and bring Black women down to a certain level. You think so? Yes, absolutely. I see it every day. No matter how much I block people, cure, you know, curate my timelines, Instagram, I pretty much have it down and Facebook, because Facebook, you, you know, you, you don't have to follow people, It'll even if you're up. friend, so it won't pop up, so it's easier to filter on that platform, but ever since they started showing random people tweeting on your, your timeline, um, that you it's, don't it's, even follow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's harder to filter. Instagram, you can filter it a little more, because if somebody pops up, you can mute it for like 30 days. Like, so that doesn't happen. So I just keep Mutant. muting it. And so ultimately, I think there's this weird fascination with trying to humble Black women because people cannot take that we just be doing us. We just trying to have a good time. We trying to get to the bag. You know, we trying to take our trips. You know, just like the concept of... Um, you know, like people, they say black girls in luxury or whatever, um, or the soft life. Like everything we do or we create, everybody got a problem with it. Like this is a safe space that we created for ourselves. And y'all hate that too. Like, my God. Like it was one day I was, um, I followed Jamel uh, Hill. Mm -hmm. And so there was this rumor that her podcast, like her partnership Spotify. with Spotify, yeah, with Spotify yep. got canceled. <clears throat> Which wasn't true. So she was like, it was all these people like coming at her crazy about this. Like, and you know who it was, the ringleader of that. Who? That fat fuck Jason Whitlock. I don't know. I didn't like look. I don't know. Gonna litigate him. Keep continuing. But ultimately, it was so many people like cheering and being happy that if this, even if this were true. It was like praying on her downfall, cheering that this happened to her. And so she's like tweeting people. So now I'm seeing 
the engagement because she's responding, of course, which I felt like she shouldn't have. Uh, I would have just been like, Charles, block, 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 block. You know, but ultimately, you know, she's trying to defend herself by saying, like, that's not true. I don't, you know, like, I don't know why you guys are saying these things, like, because I still have my deal. I'm about to, you know, like, do season one or two. But it's like the things that, the nasty things that people were saying to her. You know, telling her that she wasn't, uh, like, a great journalist or you know you broke you ain't gonna have no money like it, it was like weird things like that and i'm like you're nobody why do you care and you know what the things that if i don't like something i don't engage with it i don't follow people that it's going to cause me to troll or, or say, that's why I, I don't follow the shade room. I don't follow a lot of them. I, a lot of them mm-hmm. like rap pages you're talking about that's owned by white people. I don't, they're blocked. They can't, no, I don't want to see it. I feel, I feel you. And so I think that people, social media has been a gift and a curse and it is allowed. We have seen people in real time. We've seen how miserable people are in real life. And I, I don't thrive in that space of being mediocre. Or is it a chicken and egg situation where the social media make people be more uh, miserable too? So it's like a circular thing where you get to see that they're more social miserable Social media isn't real. But social media is causing people to think that they have or become a people that have, you know what I'm saying, a curmudgeon lifestyle. I no, I, I, think, I think it's just perpetuated <clears throat> people's insecurities. Right. How how crazy I am on no and, and I get what you're saying. Um, now we're seeing it really out loud, like where it would be a conversation with your friend, and she would yeah, say something. Kind you of had crazy. to write a letter back in the day. You had to write write a you had to sit down, write a letter, dear Jamel Hill. I hate you, bitch. I want you to jump so off you, the thing, so and then you had to go yet. get go get a stamp. <laughs> So Go to the post yep. office. <laughs> it's Send it like in. It. Nothing has wait. changed. It's just the fact that it the the dynamic has changed because of social media. So instead of mailing the stamp, I can just tweet it for free. And from my phone. And for, yeah, I said tweet it for free from my. Well, you yeah. got to pay for your phone, but you know, but yeah. even if it's on, but you, you got to pay for the internet because if your phone ain't on, if you got Wi-Fi, as long as your Wi-Fi on and you got an iPhone, you good. Yeah, but ultimately, I think the thing is this is that I think things have always been shitty. I think it, I don't think that it's like, oh, social media has put a magnifying glass on certain things, or it's just made. I said, no, it's always been shit. Mm-hmm, I had this I conversation with my old coworker in the middle of the mall about that. She's like, do you think it's getting worse, or is it just that? I said, like, no. I said, like, I'm black. It's always been like this. Oh, it stays like that. Like, that's just standard the way we, we, we always knew it was shit. Y'all may not shit. know it was shit. Yeah, y'all don't know, but I think ultimately, I think people, if people knew how to go outside for a walk and take a fucking breather, you know what I mean? And they would be cool. You know, they they would be fine. Go play outside. Go do something. Read a book. But ultimately, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna troll. Jamel here. It's like the Kardashians. It's like I don't really, I don't subscribe to them anymore. Like I thought it was cool when it was like that first season when they lived in that ranch house on uh, E. 
But then once they start dabbling with the niggas and really doing wild shit, I said, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't, like don't, have, to, I don't have to respond. I don't like a whole bunch of people. I mean, but I don't follow them. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, and, and I used to come at um, uh, Candace Owens all the time and like talk about her edges and like, you know, and call Jason Wood a lot of fat fuck, which I will continue to do on my podcast anytime I get a chance to. But I'm not going to sit there and tweet them. It's like, it's, it's wild. And I think that a lot of people, like, it goes back to the therapy thing. A lot of people need therapy and need to figure out a way to balance their lives. Like, you know, being able to go on YouTube and, and, and do a meditation is free. Yeah, that's real. Because a lot of y'all are up in arms about things that don't concern you and the things that y'all should be tripping off of like y'all don't engage with like y'all y'all complain about the politics but you don't vote but then like the weirdest thing i seen like i think out of all of the culture that's weird i think i, I at first i would say like certain like groups of celebrities get it worse but i'm gonna say that like these, these the the sports people the weird shit that i see about like mm. katie and lebron it, it is bizarre to me i'm like well i think that the um that the athletes probably get it worse is because i don't think most people grow up wanting to be an actor per se but everybody has always been shooting basketballs in the back of a uh in the their garage you know jordan you know or you, you know, know or they caught a football on, in the backyard or you know they still in their backyard doing that they're not getting paid for so right but they have you. that feeling it's that childhood feel you don't feel as a kid that you really yeah like but it's actor and that's why it's more vitriol i think towards because the, they be like oh yeah. i would have done this for free you know that whole bullshit. i think ultimately i think it comes to priorities i think it comes to priorities uh, you know, at some point it, it just gets, it gets old and it's just like every, like, okay, I follow LeBron James. I follow Katie. Mm -hmm. I follow like hella, like, you know, cool athletes. You got, you got the CP3s, you got the Paul Georges, the, I had to unfollow Kyrie. It was a little too hotel for me. <laughs> but, but I didn't say, you got weird, nigga. Like, what's right. up, what's up with you? Why you, you know, like, so I was just like, I ain't got to subscribe to that. Unfollow. It's that easy. You know what I mean? But every day, every day, if, if, if Katie tweets, it is somebody you blew a 3-1 lead, then went to your rival team. They need to put an asterisk by your name when it comes to the championship because you cheated. LeBron James, it'd be the same thing. You can't you can't uh, win a ring without this person or that person. You can't do this. You can't. Your wife is this. You, I'm like, your kids. I said, I thought the kids was off limits. Mm-hmm. It is the I'm like every day, and I think and he can just put up Taco Tuesday and somebody do that. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, and I think ultimately the thing with uh, like somebody probably like like of that stature is that they just want to be acknowledged. From what I see, is that it, it goes back to I'm going to troll them until they say something to me, and I, and I've had that happen where it's like. And I'm no celebrity, you know what I mean? Like, um, and I, I see this weird things that people say to my friends. So ultimately, like, even on one of my posts, 
like somebody's burner account, I got called a hoe. Like, and I was like, okay. I was like, and so you're saying that my, like, it was like, whatever the post was, I did the collab post with uh, Tahir. And the person said that to me. I said, so I, I think you just wanted me to give you a little attention. Hi, how you doing? Are you happy? And then they deleted the comment. Of course. It's like the way I'm like, what, what, what do you get out of that? So many people, that's, that's what it's about. It's about being acknowledged. But had you took your ass outside and went from a walk, you might've came across somebody that would have said hello to you and asked you how your day was going. Mm -hmm. But you hiding behind your, your keyboard on your phone or going to play in the fucking metaverse. Even if that, if that, that bullshit still exists. I mean, uh, Zuckerberg said, uh, you know, that's cool, Elon, and Metaverse Network. I'm going to take over Twitter when he started threads. You know, uh, and, and it's sad because, like, ultimately, <laughs> people just, it's, like, so wild. Like, the things that people say and what they do and how they confuse, like, boundaries are they boundaries or are they demands? Because this will lead to Jonah Hill and his girlfriend. Since we're talking about relationships, yeah, people I, come yeah. to social media. His girlfriend, his and well, his ex girlfriend. I'm gonna assume this is his ex girlfriend. Uh, released a screenshot of a conversation that they had. Maybe it was that twenty. I'm a yeah. I got it pulled up here. All right, go ahead and read the message. Well, it's a couple of them, but this is the main one that. You know, everyone is uh, talking about. Um, of course, it's taking forever. Uh, I had it up. So it it's a whole bunch of them, but the main text says, "Hold on, where is it at?" I have it up on okay, he says, "Plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundary less inappropriate friendships with men to model." to post pictures of herself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are unstable places, and then from your your wild recent past, beyond getting the lunch or coffee or something respectful, I'm the right, not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. There are my boundaries for my romantic relationships. My boundaries with you based on the ways those actions have hurt our trust. Did he meet his girlfriend... When she had all of that stuff posted on her page, I believe or whatever so. she was doing, I believe so. So you met her like that. So why are you asking her to change herself for you? I just want to know why we even know about this shit. Period. I, th that too, but that I'm also. She, I think they they're both wrong in this because she looked like a fucking hater because he just had a baby with another girl and you dropped it the day after he had another baby, another girl, and y'all been broke up for a year and a half, <laughs> two years. Well, I think she was just... That's a hater like, move. That's a no, hater move. Man, it, it was, but it was she like... She's talking about for her healing. Was, Fuck out of here. Like, Yo, healing. It was like, no, listen, it's more like this. She was like, shit, you know, Kiki Palmer out here, like, they they airing this that nigga out. Maybe we can air this nigga out. I don't think those are boundaries. And I... Okay, so wait, let me say this. Yeah, both... Uh, he, what he said is fucked up. Like, it's, it's retarded. Yes. <laughs> I, I think there's a... Because boundaries are for you. 
I have to, I have to be clear when I say that and, and people get mad when I, I say that because the person that's on the receiving end of the boundary feels like that they should be able to either have some sort of say, but that's not how boundaries work. Like the boundary is for me. You either respect it or you don't, and that's it, right? Mm -hmm. So if he's saying it's a boundary, it's wow, it's I sound like it's more of a a demand. And <laughs> like it just again, like a demand. Yeah, I'm like hi Jonah, your insecurity is uh shining through because this is how you met me. So why would I change that up for you? Like it, it, it's it's not worth it. So because of that, it's like like he said. You now have the option to walk away. I don't include that she walked away from it because she was not going to change herself for him because those are the things that made you like me. If I'm a model and I'm getting paid, what the fuck am you? You're not paying my bills, hanging out with surfers. What you got against surfers? That's but, she's, how, but like, she's a surf instructor. So what is she supposed to do? <laughs> that's what I'm, oops, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like it makes the things that, it's interesting because like as dating, dating is an interesting space because it's, I would say especially for a person, because you see how crazy I am right here? Mm -hmm. I'm crazy like this when you meet me. Just know that I'm not hiding it. I'm showing up as my true authentic self. And so I think ultimately, like, yes, I am aware that people, like, they say that people show up as spokespeople and blah, blah, blah. And then that's how, like, people say, oh, there were no red facts because of this. And then he said that, or she did this or that. You know what I mean? But if you just show up crazy, you know, <laughs> nothing will catch anybody by surprise. <laughs> And I tell people, I said, listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm crazy. You ain't got to worry about me. It's the motherfuckers that don't know that they crazy that you got to worry about that's going to kill you in your sleep. It ain't me. I told you I was crazy. <laughs> now, and believe me. Your, yeah. You have a boundary for crazy. <laughs> and and, and, and my, my boundary is like, and we've talked about this. I feel like I'm a pretty easygoing person. Don't fucking play in my face. Don't do things that you know could potentially trigger me. Um, respect me. It, it's not a lot. Like keep it and keep it a book. Like and, and, and my boundary is always be fucking honest. Like that's the boundary for me. Like don't lie to me. And I know that's not that's a, that's a demand. But today is a fucking boundary. I don't like you when you lie. Just be real because in the end, that 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 shit you lying is gonna it's gonna catch up to you. So I was gonna catch up to you. And then I'm going to really have to act a fucking fool. And I don't want to have to do that. There is, there's an emergency button behind tempered glass. <laughs> that say crazy. I don't want to have to go in there. So I think that if you hit if anybody goes back to what we say about dating and relationships in general, that whole battle of you know, women be gold digs, whatever. No, fucking date people that like you. Fucking date people that, yes, it's cool if you like the Rihannas, if you like the Beyonce's, you like the Instagram models, you want to admire them. If you know your pockets don't match or your your, your security level <coughs> does not match, bless you. Yeah, thank you. Um, you don't, don't, don't dabble over there because that woman should not have to change herself to appease you. 
So you can sleep at night. That's how you if end you up ain't ready, If they sleepy said on their show, if you if you ain't ready to be with a baddie, don't even get a baddie. Don't. It's it's not worth it. And the, the stuff and women, that comes with it. It's just what the game women, is. And women, the same thing goes for men. Yep. If there is a man that you want to date in a certain bracket or has a certain level of visibility, if you are not secure with yourself, do not mess with that man. Don't mess with him. Because it's going to be hoes. It's going to be group. It's all of these things that come into play. If you can't handle that, leave that nigga alone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. And yes, we know half the niggas with money probably on a regular day ain't that cute. But you know what's made them cute? The money. Money. You got fucking money bag yo out here getting face filters. And life hope. So yeah. I'm saying I say all that to say is like stay in your lane, know your role, stay in your lane, because when you teeter, when you start swerving, and you get hit, I ain't crying for you, because right. you know what's <laughs> up. It, it, yeah, it's just it. it's just that simple. Jonah Hill is not an attractive kid. The girl wasn't, I mean, you know, like by our standards, white people standards, what we could, what we, was, what we would say would be cute or whatever. Like he has, he grew up, he lost a little weight, he got a little swag. All right. He got a stylist. Mm-hmm. The girl wasn't that cute. It is fucked up that she did that. But it's like, he was kind of dating his lame, but she, I'm like, she, she's still a surfer girl. She yeah, but she was, I get, like, she came out with this, like, right at the head is baby. That's some real low stuff to do, to be honest. Maybe she needed closure. And it's a fucked up way how she got it, and I hope she sleep better at night. I don't want to hear about this bullshit no more. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I don't want to hear no more about, because she released a whole bunch more text messages and stuff, you know, about what he even said to her, which yo, Johnny could be fucked up when it comes to the relationship. You know what I'm saying? But why do we have to know about that? You like it's 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 like okay, because she after the Me Too train, and after y'all broke up, when we I was in a relationship, you should you should have just did it then. But maybe she was hoping he spent the block. Oh, he didn't spend the block. He got with somebody. Oh, and else the baby a- solidified the non-spinning of the block. And niggas still spin the block. Niggas right, but I'm saying, but in the context of like, yo, like she thought she was supposed to have a baby. Maybe think, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Oh. A woman's going. I ain't even think. I just thought she was yeah. just being on some petty stuff. I didn't think nah, about the fact that. No, well, now you're saying, well, I didn't know about the baby situation, right? So now that you're saying that, I say, like, oh, that's easy. That's it. That's it. Miserable. This could even though they ain't kicked it in two years, you drop this. It's it it's but it's it's uh love is such a funny thing. We don't have to do an episode about love being a funny thing. Because those things happen, and I was like, I bet that there was so, no sort of like I could see that happening if there were if they were still and I what you bet they were still communicating. That's what I'm that's that's the only thing that I wonder. If they were still what you bet they were still communicating because like when was the last day of the text because she ain't if, if if she is doing this every so many days she releasing text messages there's gonna be texts that come up within like the last year. Hmm. Let me see. It doesn't show any dates on these. 
Yeah, it's not showing anything, any dates, or at least she kind of cropped it out. Oh, um, excuse me. That coffee, I'm like, oh, I want some more coffee. Yeah, but... cropped them out. Okay, so this text, the one we just read, is December 2nd, 2021. Mm-hmm. It says that at the top, December 2nd, 2021. So when she released more, is that the last message? But but you said she released messages after that. Yes, other ones, but they don't have the dates on those. Oh, bitch, she does. Oh, no, 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 no. That is the last one. She oh. released texts that he sent previously before that talking about her pictures and stuff, and you need to take them down and do stuff like that. So those are the other text messages, our previous messages before his basically putting his foot down. Text. You want to know, here's the crazy thing, is when I, the guy that I'm seeing, when we first met, we followed. And she put it on an Instagram story and said, fuck it. And just put them. Yeah. Put the, but it's that's like, the thing that may be. That, that's what it is. They, I, I bet they still, in some way, probably was still communicating. Or her feeling, like I said, or she was hoping he spent the block. It's one of the two. Or it's both. But ultimately, I, I could say that when I was first dating this guy, I would say that we followed his, but he don't be on social media like that now for anyway. Like, just to be so we're clear. But when we started like talking, talking and getting serious, they didn't even follow me. And I was like, why you do that? And he was like, I'm not about to see people if I hop on here and you got something, you know, like a post or whatever. You could post a selfie and then say something crazy. You know, like all googly. And he's like, I want to see that. Like, I know you fine. I don't want to have to, you know, and it's, he's like, it's not a jealousy thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do nothing that could make me, you know. And I was like, oh, God, I can respect that. Stupid. But I, I also don't understand that. But like... But I'm like, make sure he's protecting himself. Yeah, so I I can't be mad at you for like I'm, uh, uh, I got a look out for me. You'll be all right if, if I don't if I don't give you a like, you'll be fine. You're <laughs> exactly. I don't. Yeah, man. So, so people man. have to do what works for them. I get it. And with, but like I said, the the because like when I remember he already knew. Like I'm gonna put a bikini on. I'm gonna do this. He not gonna ask me to not wear something like and i get it there are some women that you know ask you know their their partners are do you think this um or, or whatever that's weird i have my phone on do not disturb um <laughs> but ultimately people gotta do um people gotta do them and that's if you don't want your girlfriend doing stuff like that, then you need to go date a country mouse. That's not gonna do that. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's almost like where a dude meet a stripper or a porn star, and like, oh, well, you got to stop that now since you with me. Well, look, answer Zion Williamson. Okay. <laughs> oh, we we done with that now, right? I, uh, listen, listen. I don't know. Homegirl says she's pregnant. I'm waiting for the update. But I could really care less. Yeah, the niggas don't pay out. my. She's maxed it out now. Now, if she was smart, she'd do a porno with a black dude, and really get get them get the going back on because she doesn't have any pornos with uh, with black men. So that would be a way to kind of kick it back up, kick some dust back up. But I I wonder. I, I bet I bet because she date black it men. They called a porno on the road design. <laughs> Boy. 
or the road to Zion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you get a dude. We said, like, oh, no, I was like, oh, oh, no, just, or we just don't say the road to Zion. Yeah. And get a dude no, that's okay. big like that. You <laughs> be doing them parody uh, porn, pornos and stuff like President and all that. Do the same thing. Yo, I bet, but I, I bet that she don't sleep with black men because she likes like dating black men in real life. I, I could see that. That's for her way for her. And it's more money probably on that side of it, you yeah. know, and with the white. And I get it. I mean, you know, yeah, whatever. it's a way for her to disassociate the two and yeah. she has something for herself. That's crazy. You silly. <laughs> Road desire. <laughs> and finally, we got NDIRE. The Essence Festival just came and went. Um. We have, uh, she got mad, although she mad, she was questioning Megan Thee Stallion. She got mad. Okay. I didn't want to say. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, performed, got mad. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion's performance and uh, Janelle, Monae. Janelle Monae's, uh performance at the Essence Festival. Uh, some people said they brought Magic City to Essence Fest now uh, because of their two performances. I hadn't seen them either. I didn't know Janelle Monae has just been on her own. Some. Okay. I Janelle Monae, but here's the thing. It's like Janelle Monae, if you are a fan of Janelle Monae, you, this has been Janelle Monae. The lyrics have been yeah, suggested. song that uh, she had with Jadena where it kind of dropped Jadena where it was like, like the yoga, like the, uh, the yoga. Mm -hmm. song. Yeah. That was the first time I was like, this ain't the girl in the little uh the little uh uh uh, uh Parker Brothers outfit. This is something different now. I okay, so ultimately, okay, I, so so okay, so ultimately, like when when Janelle Monet comes out, her her whole story is like the black and the white is homage to her mother being a a maid, like a cleaning woman. Mm -hmm. so yeah. that's so that's where that comes from but ultimately she we slowly start to see her add colors here and there and then like you know now it's like different different things and then also like her identifying kind of as like non you know i would say more along the lines of queer i don't think she said she is she said she's non-binary she's non-binary yeah. i feel like at first it was queer now oh like, no, no 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 it's not not maybe she's no she, maybe she's pansexual not non-binary she's pansexual I, okay yeah. So it is. There is a difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. 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 Because I thought I thought it was. It like, is. It's called yoga for those people that yeah, want to yoga. Do yoga. Yes. So ultimately, I think people are so used to what uh, what the Essence Feds was and what's happening, and I think what's happening with Essence because we've seen it even with the cover. I'm looking at uh, Essence right now on my floor, and it has like Rihanna on the cover. Like they're doing like. You know, like they're trying to bridge the gap between, you know, like the boomers and the newer generation. I think they're trying to get, cater more toward us. And I, and I get it. Like someone made a comment where it was saying that Essence Fest isn't necessarily Essence. It's powered by like another division of Essence. But Essence isn't even owned by like the same group. It's owned, by, I think, by Tom Warner or something now, I believe. Whatever. It's like, but it's within it where it's like the Essence Festival is like a a sub a subsidiary. Did I say that right? Yeah, subsidiary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Subsidiary subsidiary. Yeah, Tom, oh God, Tom does own Tom does own uh Essence. Like I yes. Thought. So yes. So ultimately, so 
I think what's happening because I, I'm going to be honest, it was only a couple of performances that were really worth watching, but I, I could see based on the lineup alone, what they were trying to uh, do. Mm -hmm. And so I think like the India arrears, like, which is crazy because Jill Scott is on the line of being just as suggested, but she just don't got her ass and her titties out. Which I'm there for. And, you know, so she didn't say nothing, you know, like about Jill Scott. But I also hear that India Reeves just isn't like really like the nicest person sometimes. I've heard, I've heard that too. And so ultimately for me, it's just like, bitch, when was the last time you had a head? You, you See, been, <laughs> then you made this whole big fuss about like the situation with Joe Rogan, Miss, you know, using the nigga word. And then you like retracted your statement. Like, stand in your shit. Like, stand for something. Like, I'm sorry. I can't support you standing on this when you don't even stand on, like, simple shit like this just white man said. number one R&B songs, 2019 Steady Love. That was the one where uh, Chris Tucker was in the video and everybody thought they was dating. No clue what you're talking about. Oh, no, that was a number. That was a big song in 2019. No clue what you're talking yeah, about. It's called Steady Love. It's got So Chris Tucker's in the video and they like together. And people thought that they were, like, a real couple. No clue. <laughs> and that, and that's and, and here's the thing is like I only like this is no shade. I like the album that came out around the time of Brown Sugar because one of her songs was in Brown Sugar. But it was like lessons in like what was it Volume Two was a, the one with uh, the little things or something. The simple things. It's uh, I don't know. Little but it was on Voyage to India. Yeah, Voyage to India. Uh, well, that's the one I like. Yeah, she so got video. she got some. She got some. She but, got some it, but it's like you're not like your. What she said to me, like I said, you was hating. <laughs> like you, it, you said because she wasn't performing. You feel no? Like I, I don't think. It, I don't think it has nothing to do with her not performing. I think it just has everything. It's it's what we subscribe to. What like I said earlier, if I don't like something, I'm not gonna continuously. Like make this big fuss about it. I just don't. I I turn the other cheek and look away. You know, like I'm not about to waste my precious time. We time is short. Time is money, and I'm not gonna waste no time about to write a soliloquy about some shit that I don't really give a fuck about. <laughs> and I get it. Yes. I have, we have podcasts, we talk about things, we crack jokes about it, but it's like, but we're not out here, like we will call somebody on a bullshit, but it's, but ultimately, you know what you could have done? Walked out of Essence Fest when you saw it or turned off Hulu. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I don't, I don't get it. Like it was the weirdest it was the weirdest thing. Like, what are we teaching our nigga? Twerking has been around for centuries. I, but I do, I do. This is just my personal preference, though. I do think I feel like the Essence Awards should not be having Megan Thee Stallion there. I just feel like it I, should be like an older vibe in general. Like, just, no, but I'm telling you, friend. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm, I go to the seat new edition and Janet Jackson. You know what I'm saying? And, and right? even I, I, because her music can kind of fit into that that mold. I'm going to say this. Essence is trying to usher in 
a new generation of people to come to that festival. But I'm, that's I, I think you think old heads gonna stop going anytime. No, soon? I, I think at some point. Oh, they're trying to get they, ahead of it before they old heads to get like, a, I ain't yes. going nowhere. Yes, they are trying to get ahead of it because think about it. Think about this. It was a certain point, like yes, people in our age bracket have gone, but it's not like oh my god, if I miss Essence Fest. What am I gonna do with my like like I think that's what they're trying to do, especially after the wave of like girl strip, all of that, like they're trying to usher in a new wave of people, which is why I feel like a lot of the artists, for the most part, have been more mainstream people like a Meg Thee Stallion, like a Janelle Monet. They had I mean, and, and yes, Coco Jones is is new RB. You had Ari Lennox, same thing, suggestive ly lyrics, you know, like sheer, you know, glitter things, you know, cheeks out a little bit. So it's like they, I think they're trying to get ahead of it. And I think ultimately they probably rushed it because it's been slowly happening for a while. So you, you think they should have went straight to Meg, maybe somebody kind of like the Ari Lennox in them to kind of guide it a little bit more and more. You think that? Yeah, I, I think because ultimately, and I think why they probably also thought that was a good idea. And 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 I'm and I love Meg and I'm a stand, right? But I think ultimately also because it's like 50 years of hip hop, we got Juvenile bagging that ass up, which I felt like he said could have been longer, by the way. But I think like they had like a night, like each night it had these moments where it was like these rap concerts like you had jermaine dupree Ludacris, ti all of that stuff so even think about your parents generation they don't know them niggas but i get it because again celebration of hip-hop and so they kept the you know kept it the ball rolling with that but I think ultimately that's what's trying to happen is that they're trying to usher in a new audience to Essence Fest from what it seemed like on certain at certain points. It, it seemed like the, it was scarce in some sparse in, in, in some spaces, uh, depending on like the artist. So I don't think Essence Essence is knows that they have to pull to us. Because everybody, grandma and papa, is not about to be in New Orleans in a hundred and something degree humid weather, hanging out, going, doing all of that stuff. But I yeah, think the but, whole but thing I've never seen that young of an artist get that much of a push at an Essence Fest. Like, I get that. You need to have Nelly there. Like, that's our age bracket. I, that's, I just feel like it was much of a reach going for Meg of anybody at that point. And maybe more, and I thought you were going to say it, maybe because our situation with Tori, they were like, okay, mm -mm. that could I don't be think it was like that woman's empowerment with it, you know. Uh, no, because they, they could have put her on a panel. They would have just put her on some sort of panel. You know what I mean? Because they, but I think. But what, but, what, but what if they, her people said that she ain't coming unless she, uh, she performed type thing. Then it's like, okay, well, we don't want her to, you know, they'll they'll have to go back to the drum board, but I know what Essence, Essence is trying to bring in a younger audience. They're trying to bring in a younger crowd. And I feel like a lot of things has to be revamped when it comes to Essence because it was a lot of things happening, even on the outside, that were, that was a shit show. You know, really? shutting down, yeah, shutting down events. 
Oh people. yeah, they shut down that one. Them the two black girl vendors that just happened to have something going that weekend saying yeah. that you can't do any other events in New Orleans while they're doing an event. They had yeah. already planned this years ago or something. Yeah, and so it's it's ultimately like that. Yeah, they sent them like a cease and desist. Yeah. But I was like, okay. I said, okay, are you sending them a cease and desist? Are they saying in partnership? And then this is not true, but no, they didn't. But, but that's what I was saying. Like they, it was just like they just had something at a bookstore. So it's definitely a lot of conversations that need to be happening because, like, I think even last year out here, though it was kind of advertised in this weird way, they had an event called the Road to Essence. But the marketing for it kind of made it look like it might have been a small, like, you know, like convention center type thing. But then ultimately, you know, when you get the address, it was at a theater and it was like a day of panels. Oh, wow. Okay. And so then they had like a random, like a couple of random performances or whatever, but it was it definitely did not sell out. You know, once niggas realized what it was, they definitely left. And I think ultimately they have to rebrand that because that's the, that's the, it, it's one thing. Oh, we all going to go here and see it. But it's like, what's in it for everybody? Yeah, we're going to walk around this convention center, buy some stuff from some small businesses, see a couple of performances. But I don't I didn't like how. And I know they've been doing that probably for a long time. But like in between sets, the random panels that they was having. They have panels during, between performances. Yes. This is Essence Fest. Yes. No, you just need to go to the next act and just yeah, and, and so and it, it was long, and I was like, Y'all need to. This is not Coachella. And if you're gonna do that, th this needs to be happening all day. Like this needs to start at like 12 o'clock, mm -hmm. not seven. And because like Meg didn't come on to like midnight, their time. Oh wow. 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 So I did not I'm, know I'm, listen, you know, my old ass, so that's 10 o'clock, you know. Yeah, that, I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. Janelle Monet performance. I was trying to stay awake. So she was after Meg? No, this was like the night before. Missy Elliott, the close out, I think it was Saturday, but I was trying to stay awake and I got to it. I didn't finish it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know that they did all yeah, that. Yeah, the time, I mean, it's ridiculous. And so, and then when I was talking to people, you know, like the new people that went there, they was paying, Essence wasn't even really paying to put people, they weren't paying, if you if you know how to negotiate, they probably would have but they really wasn't paying people like that. Like, <laughs> unless you, you know, like if they had, I know somebody who said her friend, you know, went down there and they wanted the girl to work like from nine to five, like at her booth or whatever. And they had hired her, but they was only talking about giving her like five hundred dollars or something. Not so nine to five. Somebody, another random company, like a company. To yeah, it's a company. And then like wasn't putting paying to put her up. So she had to get her own lodging too. So it's like five hundred dollars ate up in one night in essence, because them hotels like three ninety nine, four hundred a night. And what's crazy is that low key. Especially if you're staying in like the French Quarter area, that shit like that anyway. And the, the shit don't be dope. <laughs> I was just there and we stay at the Renaissance Grand. I'm used to the Renaissance Grand being nice. And I will say this, probably 
the one downtown in St. Louis is probably one of the nicer ones that they have because it's supposed to, it's like a step below the JW. Mm-hmm. I had to get my room moved twice. It's no views. Uh, you know, just because I had the setup of it, but still air now, like it was like every night at two o'clock, it was like the air. And this is February. It was just, it's too fucking hot for this bullshit. It's what I'm hot. Damn. <clears throat> and I, I, I was like, I went and I think I feel like total for those like four days, it was like a thousand some dollars, like $1,100. And I was like, this is That's not worth it. I was like, y'all should have saw what the motherfucking um, because it's one in Beverly Hills. And it was like around the corner from us. And we went to have drinks there. Uh, but it was like a Oh, whatever it was, it's like a like a luxury hotel out here. I was like, y'all should have saw what the fuck that was hitting for. Because I feel like it for a hundred dollars a night more, I would have preferred to be in there than over here. You could have did the JW Marriott too is around the corner from that Renaissance too. But it but it, but they probably taxing even more. It's just not. I mean, I don't I don't know, but I feel like there has to be something doing with essence. Uh, because I mean, we already know like a lot of for print in general, um, uh, has been dying yeah. off. So, you know, and I want, I know that they probably don't want to just completely go digital, but they have to do something that engages both parties, you know, like if, if that's the case. So like, I think, I think right now since S's is over, you know, that was two weeks ago by they need to take a couple weeks off and I'll go back to the drawing board. Because yeah. it's like it was a lot of when you when you search SNFS, it was not a lot of good. Like it was, you know, a lot of them was good, but it was a lot of them that the press was negative. And it not had even, nothing. And this is outside the NDRE comments. Yeah, this is this is this was before NDRE said that. Um. So I th- I think they I think they have to come come with it next year to really be able to like bounce back because like it's, you they said, was having a, they was having a good go at it before the pandemic like I felt like I felt like they was getting but they had the small little stages with some of your like doper acts like Escape made they come back on one of those smaller mm-hmm. stages right before twenty before the pandemic and they had Tevin Campbell on one of them and like yeah and then they had the main stage going on with like New Edition. Yeah, and so I, I think I think what happened to that vibe, like so that, that, but that's the thing. It's like Essence Fest is clearly supposed to be Coachella, and I will I will say I did like in between the performances, like it was like how Coachella had or like and like a lot of performances been doing, like they have their hosts, they interview some of the performers or maybe the people that might have been on the panel or whatever. But I think ultimately. It's one thing to like invite people to speak. I think they're gonna have to cut back on that. Cause they had Shirley Ralph, they had like part of the people have the cast of Abbott there. Then they had like other people. So I think ultimately it needs to be curated more along the lines of Coachella. You have what's J. Cole's thing? Uh Dreamville. Yeah, Dreamville. Cause they cause well, Ari Lennox is on Dreamville though, right? Yeah. So yeah. no, but nobody wants to, and I know that sounds shitty, but it's like curate a different event where you're gonna have people come and speak at these panels. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, if you want to invite Shirley, Ralph, it'll be like, hey, we want you to come. We're going to give you VIP passes. You know, we're not going to necessarily, we're, we're inviting you. Here are the terms of the conditions. We don't want to hear that stuff. We want to see the performances. So, like you said, on stage one, at 11.45, it's new edition. Yeah. On, on this stage, we got multiple stages, so plan it out. And you can do that, like, because, like, at that spot, wherever they have it, you know, within that, they be having the smaller theaters. and you know, Yeah, yeah. And you can so, do that in between your main acts on the yep. big stage, even. Like, all right, we got Tevin Campbell for the 45 minutes to an hour while we're setting up this going on over on the left side. Then on the right side, if you're on that side, we're going to have yep. uh, uh, Keith Sweat performing over So. You just strategically got to be in the right area to go into the hallways to come see the other performers. Yep. And, and that's then, real. And the auditions back on 1030. Yep. It's literally, it's literally, it's like that because I think, I think they're going to lose people if they, if they do what they did this year. And, and that's just the reality. Cause like, I would love to come to Essence Fest, but I said, I would only do it if I was like invited and had like a, you know, like a VIP, like, Pass to kind of flow, like move through move certain around. spaces like that. Damn, I did not know what I saw about this. I thought it was going still like it was previously before um, the pandemic, where they had the different stages and kind of. It, like, okay. If they did, I don't know. I didn't see anything like that. Yeah. But I feel like based on, especially them streaming it, I feel like they cut out that aspect of it. And maybe the. I'm just maybe you don't stream it. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, I enjoyed the streaming because hey, they bought Essence Fest came to my living room, but I definitely there were sound issues like on the first night, and then I don't know like uh, that that jagged edge. Uh, don't ask them to come back. Uh-huh. Was all was all four four of them there? All four of them was there, and that boy Brian, not Brian, yeah, Brian, no, Cal, whichever one. Hit the uh push stuff uh made the 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 fiance swallow the ring. That was uh uh the one that went to jail. The one that's yeah, not not the twin. The, tall, the tallest one. The tallest. Yeah, the, one. the dark and the tall. Yeah, the tall dark one. Right. That motherfucker was just screaming. <sighs> and it was like popping, and I was like, "Did y'all were hers?" Monica because sounded that, terrible. He was out of jail for like Monica, a couple of years. Yeah, like Monica sounded bad, like really bad. Really? Really bad. What was it the sound or her? I'ma say her. Really? Wow. It was like it's this weird thing that okay, so it was almost like her, I don't know if she was nervous, but like her it, okay, so candy used to not sound shaky, but it's kind of like how candy sometimes now sounds shaky. I mean, it could just be time too. Just time your voice don't necessarily stay the same. Yeah, but that means you're not warming up. You that mean you sing it through your throat and not your diaphragm. Yeah, that could definitely be it. Oh, like man. I would love to see a lineup or something like next year. If it was like a Tony Braxton, we got Lucky Day, Baby That's Face. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, like you know, Maria. But uh, um. Uh, you know, like at like like bring back Coco Jones, like Ari Lennox again. We got the Jasmine Sullivan, and yeah, it's like okay, it might be people that's gonna overlap, but then also like you said on this other stage, you got the new artist, so you got like 
you know, or, or up and coming artists. You feel like Vinny and Monica, not Vinny and Monica, what's my girl? Uh, that just, Vang- uh, uh-uh, um, she got the song Coasting that's super dope. Oh, Victoria Monet. Victoria Monet. Like somebody like her be on one of the small other stages, you know what I'm saying, over here. Why, why they're setting up for the next big act in the middle. Yeah, and by that time next year, but Victoria, I mean Victoria Monet might be able to do main stage. Yeah, I do. I like her. That album she had Jaguar was dope too. Like oh, that. Jaguar too coming soon, baby. Yeah, that's like, what I said. I'm waiting. I mean, listen, is my joint. Listen, my shit is Big Boss on Jaguar. Is that a new one? Is that new no? One? Big Boss is on. It's like an interlude. It's on Jaguar. Yeah, on Jaguar. It's called okay. Big Boss, and it's all. I, I was like, I, I was I like, can you? I would love for that to be a, a, a full song, but I love All My Mama. All My Mama is my shit. And I, 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 I love that she is also, I'm going to say she gonna, she's like baby Beyonce because visuals. Like yeah. her visuals, that, that visual, video is dope. Coasting, the one, um, her, the one with her and Lucky Day. Yeah, that one's dope too. That yeah. that visual visuals to that are crazy. So, and then she has the you know like it's it's so ultimately like I said I think the issue with Essence Fest as a whole like you know I'm I'm pretty sure there were people that probably felt like India already like oh I ain't gotta see and, and for them they probably was more so long so I ain't gotta see shaking ass. It wasn't I felt like she was trying to like. I, I think people don't allow women, especially black women, the space to be like really tap into their sexuality and just be, you know. So I think I think that's the issue for me with India Ari's comment. Now, I will say this. Now, I don't know if people left Sunday because they had to work Monday because of how the <laughs> holiday was set up. But I will say this. Meg the Silence performance was one of those performances where on the floor. It wasn't a lot of people. And what ultimately they should have done because they knew the camera was going to be panning was move people down. Oh. Oh, so they didn't pack out as many people then. Mm -mm. I don't know if it was because it was mad, but like I said, it's likely because a lot of people probably went, didn't take a long, like that, like that long weekend. Oh, I didn't even think or about could've, it. Or also, too, with that show sign starting so fucking late, if, if if a lot of your people had, you know, like, had access to parties, I'm not, you know, I get New Orleans stays open until, like, what, 6 a.m., but niggas be tired, so they could have yeah, been taking a, a nap. But also, if I'm in my age, if I look at this lineup, I'm like, cool, I'm going to go Friday. I mean, I, I might even... I'm gonna go Friday and Saturday, and I'm leaving on Sunday. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even even. And that's nothing against anybody that was on that bill. It's just like, yeah, eighty five percent of people I wanted to see on the first two days. I'm not staying for the fifteen percent. Yeah, on the next day. Exactly. So, because was it always was it over? Is it? But wasn't it over like the Fourth of July before? So that's why they got the extra day. Is it because the Fourth of July fell funny this year? Yeah, the 4th of July felt funny this year. And then next year, the 4th of July is because of the leap year. 4th of July is going to be on a Thursday. See, now they can fl- they can roll with it then. You know what I'm saying? Do yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Or no, what, I don't think they'll do it. I think they'll still push it back. They'll, it'll be that weekend. So it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
Oh wow! I, you gotta take to me. You gotta take. Well, you don't want people trying to fly in on the fourth. I'm assuming potentially. Or it, 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 yeah, you don't want or Thursday, to, Friday, Saturday. People come in on Wednesday night. That, Thursday, that, Friday, that could potentially, but that yes, that is a possibility too. So i like I said, I'm just interested in how they're gonna craft it out next year, like with the performances, because I feel like nobody wants to see that. I don't know who I need to write. I was like, so can I be hired to help y'all on the the operational, like the time side? I was like, first of all, this shit is too late. Yeah, I was like, and I lived in LA and was trying to stay up. I'm a bitch that might live on the East Coast. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bitch that for, I fell asleep at the Janet Jackson concert in St. Louis at the Riverport when she slowed it down. I said, Oh, she slowed it down. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> music picked back up that 15, 20 minutes she was doing that shit. And that music kicked back right up. And I woke right up and was like, Ain't like nothing ever happened. <laughs> that pause for the cause. <laughs> Oh man, well, Dom, we gonna get out of here. Where can people hit you up at? Y'all can find me. Y'all can cash at me. Send the love it's on the screen. It's on the screen. Uh, well, people, on audio, people on audio is, is money sign tender lovings. Yes, and then um, St. Angeles uh, is the the IG page. That's also my name on Threads. I'm on Spill. Uh, at St. Angeles as well. If you got a code, come kick it with me. Um, and yeah, that's it. You know, I got my candles. I have a new scent dropping. Um, and probably gonna have a big promo. So y'all be on the lookout for that. I'll have Daryl blasted. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I'm still. Y'all need to get it on Android, man. I ain't got. Can't get on. I need y'all to get better oh, with that. Android with spill? I can't get on that. For you to just mm -hmm. come over to the, I'm gonna need you to come on to the blue side. No, 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 no. Too many, too many y'all girls over there with the, uh, with the, <laughs> with the iPhones. No, it's not. It's just so much. It's just so convenient. I like it a lot. Too many of my dudes, friends, girlfriends, all everybody got too many. Of the I want y'all not to be able to get access to me. Cause y'all be FaceTiming and stuff all the time. No. You don't have you could turn you know you could turn that feature off. Oh, you can? You could turn oh, that okay. feature off. I thought that was this open source situation. No, it's not. You or you also don't have to answer, but at one point I know you could turn it off. Okay. Okay. Let me look, wrap it up. I'm on 10%. Yeah, apparently. yeah we we out here. <laughs> Peace.